Fruity Fun There are two great sensual pleasures in life. Food and sex. I've always had a healthy appetite for both, but never thought that my passion for food would lead me to the best sex of my life. It was a couple of summers ago now. I was single, and I had a bad case of wanderlust. I needed a holiday, but the only one that my friends were up for was the lying around on a beach kind. That's not for me. I like to do stuff on holiday, experience new cultures, explore different ways of living. Flipping idly through the travel supplements one Sunday, a tiny square of newsprint caught my eye. It was an advert with a pen and ink drawing of a vine-covered villa, unmistakably Italian. Learn to cook like the Italians, the advert read. Week-long residential course in villa in Umbria. Accommodation provided. Singles, couples and groups of all ages and abilities welcome. I knew then that I'd found the ideal trip, staying in beautiful countryside, indulging my taste for Italian wine and learning to cook the kind of food I love to eat in restaurants, but never quite managed to pull off at home. And I liked the idea that there'd be a good mix of people. Knowing there'll be other singletons to knock about with is always reassuring when you're a woman travelling alone. And if one of those singletons happens to be an attractive young man, well, so much the better. The night before my departure, I packed my bags with a sense of real anticipation and adventure. Instead of the usual bikinis and low-cut tops, I packed elegant floaty dresses, appropriate for sophisticated dining with like-minded foodies. And then, at the last minute, I threw in my bikinis. It was Italy, after all, and I didn't want to waste any sunshine. I took a taxi from Pisa Airport, and we drove out through the city suburbs and into another world. It was like something out of a romantic movie. The whole countryside stretched out as far as I could see, shimmering shades of green and gold. Wild olive trees lined the sides of the road, and the scent of wild basil and garlic wafted through the air. Every new, fresh scent relaxed me made me feel more sensual and alive. I realised how long it had been since I'd breathed air this clean, smelt anything this natural and beautiful. The first sight of the villa was breathtaking. It was terracotta red, set in acres of rolling hills and flanked by vineyards that stretched for miles and miles. I was shown to my bedroom by a smiling middle-aged woman who introduced herself in broken English as Amelia, the lady of the house and tutor for the week. The accommodation was basic, burnt orange walls, a single bed covered with a white sheet and a small wardrobe. But I'd come here for the kitchen, and what a kitchen it was! Spread with all the produce you could find, stocked with fine vintage wines, and in the middle was a huge ancient pine table, where Amelia explained we would eat every night. I was like a kid in a candy store, nosing around in cupboards and sniffing fresh herbs and exotic oils. I was in foodie heaven. One by one, the other guests arrived. 
They were almost all English, and a good bunch, nice and friendly. And that night, over a few bottles of the local vino, the group got chatting, and I realised they were as keen to learn and have a good holiday as I was. But they were all couples, apart from two female friends in their late forties. While I was happy to have found cookery companions who shared my passion for good food, as well as my sense of humour, I couldn't help but be a little disappointed at the lack of single men. Just someone to flirt with would have added an extra frisson to my vacation. The Italian idyll would have been the perfect place to have a little holiday fling. Anyone who doesn't find the Umbrian landscape sensual, evocative and romantic must have a heart of stone. As the evening wore on, however, I laughed and drank so much that I forgot about sex. I went to bed happy, overstuffed and looking forward.